What's up, guys? Welcome back. It's 10 Minutes of Modern on Anchor here. In the car, driving right now. I kind of just last minute decided that I wanted to play some magic tonight. My girlfriend's out of town. I've kind of gone hard the last couple days with the holiday and everything, and I was feeling a little just, like, tired, and I was like, you know, I think it'd be fun to play some Modern. The problem is, Alex was doing his own thing, and his his collection is generally what I use when I build things. So I was thinking this afternoon, like, what do I own? What do I have that I could put together that I just, like, I have the cards for? So... I kind of rummaged around a bunch of different formats, you know, Highlander decks and, and modern and my, and I was able to find pretty much everything I needed for a monastery mentor, young pyromancer, Mardu deck. I talked about something kind of recently with lingering souls and smugglers copter, and I just put together what I could. I had, I was short a couple mentors and a couple pyromancers, but the store I was going to had them in stock for pretty cheap. So I bought those online to pick up at the store and everything else I have, except for <laughs> I don't have any Lightning Helixes. For some reason, I've never bought that card. I don't know why. Uh, I had all the lands I needed, you know, Lingering Souls, Collective Brutalities, Colagon's Commands. I had all these cards, Paths, Inquisitions, Shorts and Thoughtseizes, but I think I should be able to make that up. I'm playing a, a single Mana Tithe as my spicy turn one play for the for the games I don't draw Thoughtseize. Um... It's kind of a hodgepodge deck. It's definitely not the list that I would play if I had access to everything. But I think pretty much, and they, they, the store was out of Lightning Helixes. That's that's the, the real kicker. So we'll see. Uh, the list that I found online that was kind of the inspiration to do it was playing Helixes and no Brutalities. So I'll play Brutalities instead. I feel like the, the plus minus on the, the Drain Life, plus the fact that I can discard Lingering Souls to it and their, their list didn't have that ability... Uh, maybe I'll balance it out. I don't know. We'll see. I'm trying out some funny stuff here. But anyway, guys, I thought I'd let you know that's my plan for tonight. That is going to be what I do for the next couple hours at least. If the first match or the second match are just absolutely horrible, and not only does the deck feel like it's underbuilt, but it's just not good enough to win, I'll probably drop. But I'm going to try it, and it should be kind of fun. And, you know, it's always fun to bring uh, to real-life real life info to the podcast and to the anchor station which is what i'm planning on doing so uh i'll let you guys know if i I know some of you guys are interested in this like sort of monastery mentor young pyromancer prowess ish kind of deck and uh i'll let you know my list is playing tide hollow scholars i'm even playing a single thermal alchemist just because it seems kind of fun uh i'll let you guys know it's kind of a trash list but uh you know maybe i'll maybe i'll get some wins anyway guys thanks for listening uh let's keep talking magic i'll let you know i'll let you know my, my win my win loss rate what's going on guys welcome back it's 10 minutes of modern here on anchor chat with you guys every day about modern magic the gathering i played fnm last night it was sweet i played a mardu young pyromancer monastery mentor deck it wasn't that good but there were some pretty cool things in there Uh, i talked to you guys a little bit about it last night on the station it was kind of a janky list put together mostly of just cards that i owned the only things i had to buy that i didn't own were the mentors um which they had luckily and then a few more pyromancers and pretty much everything else i had to just go with what I had. Um, they, they, the store that I went to didn't have some things I needed, so some of the concessions I had to make were made. Um, I am going to talk about that right now. I rem- want to remind everybody listening really quickly. This is Anchor.fm. It's basically Twitter meets podcasting. There's a contest running right now. You can find all about it on the Facebook fan page where you can win foil modern staples. So if you're hearing this on another medium, it should be all the encouragement you need to download Anchor.fm, the free app, and find the station 10 Minutes Modern. All right, let's talk Mardu, guys. So, 
I built the deck with four young pyromancers, three monastery mentor, right? There's where you start. And you, and the theory there is like, all right, and I'm going to play lingering souls and it's going to be sweet. And we're going to kind of be a token stack. And from there I had to just go with, what do I own? What can I play? What do I not own? There's some cards I don't own copies of that I have borrowed Alex's copies of over the years, but didn't have time to go grab his from him. So for instance, things like lightning helix, I don't own any lightning helixes. I've just never bought them for some reason. And the store didn't have any lightning helixes. So that was kind of tough. So I only played one because I opened some packs of Iconic Masters when I got to the store and I opened a lightning helix. Um, I also opened a Thoughtseize, another card I don't have, which I played the one Thoughtseize and the one helix that I did open. Conversely, I have uh, Inquisition of Kozilex. I have Collected Brutalities, so I was playing those. Um, anyway, the, the list you can find on Facebook, you can also find them on Twitter. It was basically, like I said, three mentors, four pyromancers, four lingering souls. And then from there, it was what I had. So four path, uh, four inquisition, one thoughtsies, one fatal push, one helix, two boros charm, a bunch of funny one ofs, um, the creature suite, the one ofs I wanted to try. I played one tide hollow sculler, a single copy of, uh, thermo alchemist. Yeah, that's, that's correct. You heard me right. Um, I played two smugglers copters, which was definitely exciting. I had one and I bought a second one when I got there because I wanted to play more opportunities to play copter uh, directly into lingering souls on turn three which turned out to be everything i wanted it to be and more definitely the best interaction in the whole deck and something to pay attention to going forward as i have talked about on the podcast a uh, copter into lingering souls is the real deal that's like like just just at the very very least playing a smuggler's copter on turn two which is a difficult to interact with permanent the turn you play it which means if your opponent wants to anticipate you playing the creature to activate it on turn three they can, you know, they can kill the copter when you activate it with a lingering soul token. But if they've done that, that's kind of fine. You, you, you just play a two drop. It's the same two drop that any of your good two drops in modern end up, ends up being. So your Tarmogoyf that gets path to exiled, uh, your, your dark confidant or your, yeah, I guess snapcaster mage is not that two drop, but you kind of get my point, which is the good two drops in modern that people play in their various powerful decks whether it's Young Pyromancer or Mayor, Mayor of Averbrook and Humans, whatever, they get killed. They just get killed on turn two because they're two drops. And there's no problem with that. Your Copter is kind of the same thing. It doesn't create any value for you, obviously, but some of those cards don't. You know, like, de definitely Mayor creates no value, nor does um, nor does Snapcast or, or a Dark Confidant if they don't let you untap with it. Um, and Tarmogoyf creates no value when you play it. So it's kind of in the same boat. So that was definitely the thing I was the most impressed with. There were some other funny one-ofs in there. I played a single Rally the Peasants, um, which I don't know if that's bad, honestly. Like, it probably is, because you probably should just be playing Zealous Persecution because it's cheaper and better. Um, but on the other hand, Rally the Peasants is discardable. It's discardable to your uh, your Collector Brutalities, it's discardable to your Smuggler's Copters, and it sits there in your graveyard until late in the game when you just, for three mana, can just, like, punch through for lethal. Because if you have three or four tokens and your opponent doesn't have a good backup plan, even if they know you're going for it, doesn't change the fact that for three mana, you're just going to get, like, six, six extra damage. So that's definitely a card that would be on my radar if I was going to mess around with this list. I had a Dust Till Dawn played in the sideboard that I think maybe should just be main deck. Um, that card's really good. It just is. It gets back everything you need on the backside. It's discardable if you don't need the Wrath side of it. And it just houses a lot of the creature decks in the format. So anyway, guys, that is part one of the review of Mardu, uh, Mardu Mentor. Uh, I'm going to keep talking about it here in part two. Thanks for listening to the station. Please favorite if you like what you're hearing. 
All right, guys, welcome back. We're here for part two. I'm going to do a little bit of a tournament report for my FNM with Mario Mentor. Uh, a qu- couple quick things. I just did a deck tech on part one. You guys can find that here on the Anchor Station, um, or there's a podcast version of this that will be published soon, so maybe you'll hear it there. But a few things I didn't mention. Um, one of them, because you're going to hear about it in the tournament report, is I was playing a single one of Mana Tithe in the main deck. The reason being, I didn't have extra copies of Thoughtseize, and I just wanted to have a sixth one-drop thing that could get my opponent, and it worked a lot. So it was totally, totally sweet. Um, aside from that, like I said, the Thermo Alchemist was definitely kind of a funny, spicy one of, and a card that I think is kind of modern playable, to be totally honest. Um, Maybe I'm way out there on this one, but I was genuinely pretty impressed. If you're going to play a spell-heavy deck, a 0-3 for 2 mana that's going to get you, if you untap with it, 2 damage a turn, most turns, sometimes 3 damage a turn, that can block Goblin Guides, can block Snapcaster Mages, can block early Merfolk creatures, can chump block if you needed to, can block Humans creatures early, seems totally fine to me. Doesn't doesn't die to collective brutality. Doesn't die to gutshot. Doesn't die to Liliana the Last Hope. Um, doesn't die to Colgon's command. Like it's funny how three toughness used to be the barometer for what we needed to play in modern. And now that Bolt's not played as much as it used to, it's a little bit more like two is the is the new uh, is like the new one because of Brutality and Colagon's Command being like such prominent cards. Anyway, guys, so here's my tournament report. I only played three of the four rounds. I, I showed up knowing that I didn't have the full deck, that I was missing cards, and unfortunately, two of the three matchups I played were against, uh, Burn and, like, Aggro Burn. One was Boros Burn, the other one was, like, the, I think it was Mardu Burn. It's the one that plays Bump in the Night. And, um, that was frustrating because, unfortunately, the cards I didn't have were Lightning Helixes, and that's a card you really need in those matchups. Um, I kind of forgot about Burn when I was throwing my sideboard together. Like I said, I decided to do this 90 minutes before I showed up. So, for instance, like the uh, the core Firewalkers that probably should have been in my sideboard weren't. Um, I didn't really have much game against them. I also forgot to put any wear tears in my sideboard, so I kept getting screwed in my Merfolk matchup in round two against... Um, against spreading seas which again was very annoying um but like i said i played i played three rounds instead of four i i conceded the draw in round two to my opponent um the merfolk matchup which i would have won i was very close to winning uh but i i wasn't trying to get numbers or records i i was just trying to play a few games and i knew i wasn't going to play the full four rounds so i conceded to her um, that was definitely the most fun matchup was the Merfolk matchup. I thought there was plenty of removal and my ability to chump block with tokens was really good. Definitely spreading seas and seas claim in that deck are great. And in a three color mana base, they can be very problematic for you. Uh, but I was, I was doing okay. Copter was doing great things for me and sifting through to try to draw those extra sources to get my colors. And, uh, I, I won well, the, the game I did win in that matchup. I won with just like Copter and lingering souls tokens. Um, I genuinely found that Monastery Mentor was not good. I found that card to be really slow in every matchup. You never really wanted to play it on turn three because it didn't do anything the turn you played it. And you would look at your hand and think about turn four, all right, I'm going to probably play one spell, maybe two spells, but usually one spell. And just thinking about that the payoff after playing that three drop was you were going to get a one-one with Prowess just didn't seem good enough. Pyromancer also didn't quite seem good enough, but was certainly better. 
Um, Pyromancer was definitely the better of the two cards. Uh, the, the burn matchups went kind of the way you would think they would go. Um, I just got burned out in three games in both of them. I didn't have the correct sideboard cards, and your deck is a little slow to set up against them, especially if you don't have the Boros Charms. Obviously, Brutality is great, and I think probably if you're playing this deck, you want to be playing like a full three Brutality with a fourth in the sideboard. It's just so much of what you want to be doing with like Lingering Souls, potentially Rally the Peasants. Um, it just seems really good. And yeah, that was pretty much the, the, the way it went. Uh, the Merfolk matchup, as I said, plenty of removal. Um, if they got their unblockable lords going, you got a little behind the eight ball. But I think overall, that matchup felt pretty sweet. Best card in all matchups, Lingering Souls. Second best card, definitely Smuggler's Copter. Um, definitely sweet. Manitive, underplayed modern. Thermo Alchemist, fun. <laughs> um, that's kind of what my tournament report was. So anyway, guys, thanks for listening. It's 10 Minutes of Modern on Anchor. I hope you enjoyed this Mardu Mentor uh, kind of deck techie thing we just did. And, uh, you know, tweet at me. Uh, share your thoughts.